Welcome to the Guiding Light on Route 66. I'm Father Richard Vega, pastor of St. Francis of Rome, and with me is my co-host, Jamie Gutierrez. Hello, everybody. Happy day. <laughs> what day is this? Are, are you still having your post-Super Bowl <laughs> I'm meltdown? still waking up. <laughs> I know, you got here early. Today, yeah. as you know, as many of you know, we've been in the pandemic, and now, unfortunately, we're starting to celebrate the funerals of many of our brothers and sisters who yes. have been deceased since December and we're just yeah. getting to run out to the burials so it is hard so we, we we've it's been dealing tough. with that and so yeah. so we're, we're, we're at the point where we're basically doing two funerals a day sometimes yeah sometimes three I mean it's it's tiring well it's exhausting for church employees but I mean I think for priests it's it's crazy it's crazy because you have mass as well and all of your other priestly duties so well, it's, well that's yeah. why it's hard to believe I mean it's Super Bowl Sunday. We mm-hmm. just celebrated. Yeah. And all of a sudden, we're talking Lent. Yeah. And it's like, oh, oh. but it was just New Year's yesterday. Yeah. And then the crazy, the crazier part, so this Friday is Lunar New Year. Mm-hmm. And because of Joseph and many of our Asian brothers and sisters in the mm-hmm. parish, it's like, <laughs> it's another day. I'm all about that, though, because Asian food is so good. It's one of my favorites. I know, so but, I'm, but it's I'm hard to believe to that we're already at this point of celebrating the Lunar yeah. New Year. Oh, absolutely. And then, and then on Wednesday, we start Ash Wednesday. So absolutely. it's like, what the heck? It it just feels like days are blurs and they're just... Yeah. And that doesn't help because like, on. like most of our mornings are at funerals. Mm-hmm. And then also we come we come to work and it's like the day's over. Yeah. And it, it, it's craziness. Yeah. And then you guys, I, I, I give you guys, can you create, <laughs> can, can you make a template or can you make a little fl- flyer? I mean, I appreciate those moments, though, because you have to think there there was one um, priest, Father Parker, shout out Father Parker. He does probably does not listen to our podcast, but it's OK. Um, he, he said now with everything this new year, um, you have to think outside of a box that no longer exists. Like throw oh, out the box. No the box. boxes has seen a rainy day. It collapsed. There's no box. So you have to literally um, be the most creative you have ever. Oh, I believe been. that's very, very true. You, yeah. you, you have to. There is no box to think of mm-hmm. anymore. Yeah. So, so it is true. So maybe we can make this Lent as creative as possible because it's. I mean, it's our second Lent. Well, I think in I've been this. in Lent since last year. Yes. I don't know that we ever came out of Lent. Yes, Lent is is definitely we've been training for this yeah. <laughs> this moment. But, but but you don't like. Let's 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 start uh-huh. there. So what have you? What do you normally think about Lent? Um, like growing up wise, or just in general. And in, in general, I think of oh, before Lent was like okay, what are you going to give up? And the focus was always on like chips or something. Um, when we were younger, we would always get like soda or. Um, I remember I would see my dad always giving up meat. And oh. so I'm like, oh, you know, I'll try that. Or it was always that focus of, um, I'm going to give up chips to lose weight. And that was the focus. Well, I have you know? to admit, a lot of people, well, there's a lot of people who give up coffee. Uh huh. And my thing is, don't. Yeah, we don't no. need you to be more of a sour puss or oh, yeah. a bad habit or um, in a bad mood by giving up coffee. 
I have. I need to have my coffee. Every These people are going morning, through withdrawals every single morning. I remember my dad would give a beer. <laughs> We're like, but, but on Easter Sunday, man, there'd be a keg of beer. In the, oh yeah, the carne asada. We're like, what the? Heck? So, so how did your family used to do Lent? Like, okay, that was that was your dad. How did you grow up? Well, you have to remember, Lent, Lent was a little different in my day. Was it? It still existed, right? Oh, I'm it, just kidding. <laughs> it existed. I'm kidding. It was just more severe. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I remember, uh, so Ash Wednesday, um, now we didn't have to do the fast and absence, uh-huh. but we did do the fast and absence. So we uh-huh. would only have one large meal and it was um, basically the dinner mm-hmm. and the other ones were very small. Mm-hmm. And, and and Mr. Munoz would be very quick to remind me that I was not of the age, but you try and tell that to a Mexican mother mm-hmm. that we are not following these rules. Mm-hmm. So... Um, we would give up something every Friday. There was no meat oh, on yes, the table. Oh, yes, definitely. And um, there were stations of the cross Oh, every Friday. In and your household? And with no, your no, family. with the school. Oh, okay. So the school would go over at 2 o'clock, and we'd have stations. That was the last activity before we, we would go home on Fridays. See, I didn't have that because I went to public school. <gasps> oh, dear God. But it, it, think of all the things you missed. Oh, yeah, definitely. My mom was going to enroll us into private school, oh. but um, then she got pregnant and babies are expensive. Very expensive. <laughs> but, I mean, I do remember, no, me on on Fridays. Um, we did follow that as a family. But other than that, I don't remember anything growing up. The Nowadays, um, up until a couple years ago, then I started realizing, okay, the true meaning of Lent um, and actually reflecting on it. Um, And one of my hardest Lents, actually, um, I am Latina and I do have a temper. No. And that temper normally comes out when I'm driving. I have terrible road rage. I used to have terrible road rage. And so... Do you have a swear jar at home? No, no, I don't. I should because I do have a potty mouth. Oh. You know, as much as I hate to admit it. But one Lent, I actually um, decided to give up my road rage. And I have a friend who always offers like red ribbon. um, And people could tie it around their um, wrist or something like that and just remind them of their Lenten promise. And so that Lent, I was like, okay, I'm going to give up my road rage because I'm driving about 50 miles a day or so because I was driving from, um, from Azusa to Pico. Oh. And so I was on the 605 and the 605 has a lot of very interesting drivers. And so my Lenten promise was to um, every single time I would get angry at somebody, I would have to stop and pray for them. And the last thing you want to do for somebody (laughs) is pray for them when you're really angry at them for cutting you off or whatever the case may be. And I hung this red ribbon around my rearview mirror. So I would have to look at this obvious red ribbon. And um, that has to be the hardest Lent I, I ever experienced mm. because, you know, I just really well, let me didn't ask you this. Did you ever take it beyond Lent? Ooh, no. See, that's I think that's one of the misconceptions of the Lenten season. Mm-hmm. We, 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 we start a new habit. Right. And somehow everybody ends it on... Uh, Easter Sunday. Right. So people will go back to drinking their coffee, having their soda, 
going back to road saying wage, choice words saying towards choice the, words you know to, yeah but, but the whole thing of the lenten season is that you begin to set in motion a practice right that you will continue beyond the, the lenten season right because the idea is that you are becoming a new person. So one of the things that we talk about is that sin mm -hmm. either malforms us right, or deforms us. And so what we're trying to do is reform and restructure ourselves so that the true identity of Christ comes out. Exactly. So we, if we remember in baptism, we're made God's children. We receive his divine life. And now, because of sin, that somehow lacks clarity. And everyone thinks that the lack of clarity is only for the 40 days. But exactly. what I think what we need to do is get into the habit of, can you go beyond the 40 days? So every year, there's a new piece of you that's being reformed or refashioned Remained. in the image of Christ. Now, the, the, the word that we use is, a Greek word called metanoia. Metanoia is like a turning or a moving in a different direction. And the, the, the image that's always used is imagine a tree. The mm -hmm. tree always grows in the direction of the sun. Now, what if you were to take that tree by its roots and turn it? And turn it? That's what we're trying to do. We're trying to take what has been kind of guiding kind us of and moving. stuck in our ways and yeah, yeah that makes sense i mean i have to admit i don't have a rage as much anymore but i don't drive to pico <laughs> anymore <laughs> so i don't think so if we put you back on the road to pico we might we, we possibly might find it might uh, you know the old jamie might you know maybe the lord made me move closer to um yeah. this I know, way you know a lot of people sometimes think that the lenten season is like only for the catechumens and the candidates right. because they're the ones that are going to come into the church. Right. And they think that ours is only 40 days, but it's it's the opposite. We are the ones that are trying to get beyond the 40 days so that we so that when we get to Easter, we live this new right. life. And and that's the hard part. And and again, this year Ash Wednesday is going to be very different mm -hmm. because of the pandemic. Yeah. Now, we're used to receiving ashes on your forehead. And this year, we're going to give ashes on the top of your head. Yeah. I suggest a leaf blower, but no one's paying attention to that. I, would, I think Father Bill would pay yeah, over Father Bill would totally do that. He would do that. <laughs> I would believe him. I've seen him throw snow at, at teens before. It was a blast. <laughs> so, you know, so so it, this year, the Lenten season is going to be mm -hmm. very, very different. Yeah. And I think the other thing, too, that's going to be different is a, a lot of us are at home. Mm -hmm. And so the lack of patience, right? the frustration, the anger, the bitterness, the lack of patience are really going to test us to say, so what oh, yeah. are we going to do to become a clear image of Christ to other people? It's no, no longer an escape. We don't have an escape anymore. Yeah. Now, you're right. You and We all grew up with the idea that we would give up something for like We would give up candy. We would give up meat. Mm. We would do these things. Right. But sometimes I say, well, what do you know. want to add? You know, mm -hmm. the typical ones are we do um, prayer, mm -hmm. almsgiving. Yes. And then, you know, some fasting. kind of sacrifice, fasting. Mm -hmm. and, and so the thing would be to say, so what do you need to fast from? Right. It, it, rather than does it have to be meat? Right. 
you know, maybe you need to fast uh, fast from having uh, access to the computer all the time. Right. And, and maybe sitting down with family and friends. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, um, everything always almsgiving is like something for the poor. Can you do something? Maybe can someone contribute time with our food kitchen? Or uh, mm-hmm. can someone do something like maybe help out? Right now it's a little harder until we get the shots. But is there something you could do for somebody else? Maybe uh, go through your roll. Well, you don't know what a Rolodex is. Can you go through your your iPad or your or your phone your and find phone people that you can? You mean, Father? <laughs> your your phone book on your iPad? Or yeah, my phone book yes. on my iPad. Yes. yes. I, nobody has Rolodexes yeah. anymore. With, is that a like a, a separate brand from Rolex watches? No, it used know. to. It used <laughs> to be. Uh, it used to be a paper. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Paper. Paper iPad. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I remember what that is. Yes, yes. yes. Oh, yeah. I, I, I see Rafa here is, is trying to find it on on, on, <laughs> on Amazon, see if they even exist. Shout out to Rafa for <laughs> always giving me an image <laughs> to see. Yes. Oh. But yes. anyway, so so I think that's the key piece is that we have to be willing to maybe look at how we are trying to implement the, the, right. the, the Lenten season. And and so this year, um, we're going to have a combination of things. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to have a 6.30 mass in yes. English, an 8 o'clock mass in English, a 10 o'clock mass in Spanish, and a 7 o'clock in the evening mass in Spanish. Mm-hmm. Now, those will be masses where we will have the imposition of ashes. Mm-hmm. Then we're going to have liturgies of the word. So we're going to have one at 12.15, 12.10, 2 o'clock, and 4 o'clock. And those will be just liturgies of the word. And in all of the services, the imposition of ashes will take place at the very end of the service. And then people will leave. And we will say the prayer once, you know, turn away from sin and be faithful to the gospel. Or remember, man, that you are dust and into dust you shall return. Right. And then you'll come up, bow your head, and then the priest will put the ashes on top of your forehead, on top of your head. Mm-hmm. So rather than marking your forehead, you're going to have them on top of your head. So don't wear white. Don't wear white. This is not a dinner. Or we, or we just have to be very careful on, on the on the sprinkling. Yes. Now, the other thing that's going to be unusual this year, we're also going to give people the option of maybe taking a small little bag mm-hmm. and with their bubble at home, being able to celebrate the rite and they can impose ashes on each other. Okay. Now, the imposition of ashes doesn't have to be done by a priest. Mm-hmm. In fact, did you know that Ash Wednesday is not a holy day of obligation? I do know that. However, I did not know that growing up. That's a recent discovery. That's a, a within the last decade I found out. I love that within the last decade. Yes, I'm old enough to have a, <laughs> a couple decade. de- decades under me, guys, <laughs> under my so, belt. <laughs> so, so that and that's the hardest thing is mm-hmm. everyone thinks, oh, the priest has to put the ashes. No. Yeah. No, no, do you know where ashes come from? Where the ashes from Ash Wednesday? Yes. Yes, from the palms, from Palm Sunday. Very good. And yes. what is what is it that we do with them? You burn them. Right. Now, it's been a while <laughs> since we've done the ceremony. I remember one of the... One you of say the, abracadabra. No, no, I'm no, just no. kidding, Father. No. Well, it was so funny. I remember when I was first ordained a priest, and we explained where ashes came from and the whole mm-hmm. thing. And I remember one little kid who was in kindergarten raised, and he goes, 
is it going to burn me? Aww, <laughs> goes, well, is it hot? Because if you burn them, how long does it stay hot? I said, no, it's not going to burn you. So so some people, you know, that, that image. So this year, the imagery of the ashes on the forehead is, is going to be very absent. I know. All the memes of the terrible crosses. Last year, I had a massive cross on my I'm forehead. I'm afraid to ask. Who, who, did to I Jaime give it to you? Or, oh, Munoz. Oh. It was... Literally came even between my eyebrows. It was bad. And he had fun putting yeah. that on my This forehead. will be the first year where I, I don't have to clean them. my nail after. I, I, oh, don't need yeah. a, I don't need a manicure after my. Oh, yeah. After ash because I have to wear a glove and then do the the, the, uh, the placing of ashes on the forehead. Do you know where that whole thing started? No, actually. Ashes on the forehead was because priests or clerics mm-hmm. used to get tonsure. And so you remember where, they, like, if you look at medieval pictures, you'll see the priests had like a, a round circle around yeah, their yeah, heads. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because they would shave off the top of their heads. Yeah, kind of like, is it Franciscan? Monks? Yeah, kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so that's where the tonsure came mm-hmm. out of. And so clerics would receive ashes on the top of their head. Now, there are some mm. countries that do that all the time for the laity and the clerics. This will be the first time that we do it for everybody. Interesting. Jaime would always make fun of me that never got ashes, but I'm used to from the idea that the ashes are on your head yeah. for priests and not right. on not on your forehead. Interesting. So I that's did that's not know that, that. that's that's where that that piece comes from. I did not know that. So why do you think, Father, that everyone um going back to the Holy Day of Obligation, why do you think it has become that idea that Everyone comes out of the woodworks. You have to stand in a line longer than the Disneyland churro line to get your ashes. <laughs> well, like, I think because some people think, think that is? there is, according to the folklore that I know, uh-huh. that if you did not get your ashes on a particular year, there was the probability that you could die. What? Yeah, I remember being told that if you did not go to Ash Wednesday, get your ashes, there was a probability that God could call you home. And what about Easter Sunday? Because I'm sorry, I mean, what? <laughs> if you don't Easter... show up on Easter Sunday, it's like okay, you didn't die, you're good. Or no, what? but Easter Sunday was is people. Everybody came out of the woodwork. Oh, huh. Yeah, yeah. But you, uh, and we laugh because even our brothers and sisters that are not of our faith denomination mm-hmm. or come from other denominations will come to the Catholic Church to receive ashes on Ash Wednesday. What? Yeah. I did not know that. Oh, yeah. You'll find because the 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 Anglicans, the Lutherans, the Orthodox do Ash Wednesday. Although, if I remember right, the English Church, uh, I believe, no, I'm sorry, some of the Eastern churches do it on Sunday. They don't do Ash Wednesday; mm. they do Ash Sunday. Interesting. Yeah. So not everybody does it on Wednesday. I would say the Western world does it on. Wednesday, the Eastern world does it on, um, yeah, Eastern world does it on Sunday. And okay, so that there's that part. What about what's the whole purpose of giving up meat, though? Well, you have to remember that in the olden days, meat was a luxury mm. and it was associated with the poor, but now fish. <laughs> Have you seen the price of fish lately? Oh, yes. I got so excited for for fish the other day. <laughs> there was a, the adult moment in me that was very excited. 
We'll and see. I bought so much yeah. fish. See, the problem is that in the olden days, meat was mm-hmm. like once a year. Right. Somebody's wedding, somebody's funeral. It right. was a cause of celebration. That's why, you know, when um, in the story of the prodigal son, you know, killed mm-hmm. the fatted calf, they would be preparing the calf for some event. For a while. Yeah. So uh, for most people in the Western world, meat has been a luxury. Right. And so to give it up and go to a, a, a fish kind of thing, it was like, Ugh. so it, it's it's part of a luxury lifestyle. Right. I would say. And uh, we in the past, we didn't eat as much meat as we do today. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think every meal between bacon, you know, sandwiches that have ham, uh, yeah. bologna, uh, what what is that? Uh, p- p- pimento, the one that has the little green slices in it and stuff. I forget what it's called. But I don't know. But you think of all the lunch meats, right? Turkey. It's 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 all meat based. Every single meal, literally, yeah. Does so have and, some and our ancestors, protein. I mean, like I look in our world, I don't remember at home having meat that often. Mm-hmm. Meat was just basically like maybe once or right. twice a week. Uh, on Sunday, I remember my parents would take us out maybe like to McDonald's. Yeah, or so a, the idea of giving up meat was just giving up a luxury kind of lifestyle. Yes. All, something that's comfortable, something that is um, easy for us to access. So for us, it would be like us Californians giving up your AC yes. for Lent. Oh, dear God. How do you, how, how are you, how is that going to make you a better person, yes, right? exactly. So it, it is giving up luxury luxurious yes things in place of to be able to prepare right because the idea is to focus on the suffering the need a lack of right and 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 again that's why the almsgiving was that you would you what your money you would spend going out to dinner or mm. going out on sunday night or on meat on meat that that would be money that you would contribute to the poor mm. so I, I don't know if you've ever seen the crs Catholic Relief Services um, little boxes mm-hmm. where they, yeah, yeah, yeah. so people w- don't go out to eat but then what do they do with the money no, they and that's why on Holy Thursday we have the, the money doesn't go to the parish the, normally it goes to the poor oh, okay and so it would be to buy them meat stuff so, so the fasting automatically goes into the alms well, gift should it should be should be because it all connects and then right. you use prayer to help you with the fasting. Correct. Okay. So it all connects. Because it, it stays fo- about being focused about you strip away what is non-essential in life. And you go back to the basics. Okay. And once you have the basics, what is, it's prayer. What do you really need in life? And that's yeah. the fasting. I mean, let's face it. Every week you get a little report either on your phone or on your watch. says how much, how much, uh, how many hours you spent mm-hmm. on uh, social media. Right. Now, imagine if you were drop that an hour a week. Oh, yeah. Imagine putting away your phone somewhere where it's not near your bedside table. Oh, yeah. And going to sleep immediately. Mm-hmm. Or if you can't go to sleep, replacing it with prayer and saying, thank you, God, for this evening yeah. or whatever the case may be. Or maybe, maybe extending that prayer a little bit more and... <laughs> then you would be yeah exactly. you would be set yeah you know so so it really the idea of the prayer is mm-hmm. to focus in on your relationship to god the fasting is 
stripping away the unnecessary things. And the almsgiving would be the charity or the the gifting to, to someone else of what that prayer right. and fasting has led you to. Oh, interesting. And what are you, uh, it, it could be personal, but what are you planning on doing for Lent? Um, in our house, we have been doing morning prayer for a while. Mm-hmm. And so we, we are trying to do evening prayer together. And I'm trying to uh, maybe spend a little bit more time in, in uh, meditative prayer. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so, because uh, I wake up early. Mm-hmm. And so I'm trying to get, you know, my exercise. So part of it is to do exercise. And then part is to spend some time in quiet meditative prayer. And then to participate with the brothers in doing morning and evening prayer. That sounds interesting. Yeah. Mm. And then the giving up of stuff. Right now, Lent is so crazy because, or the year is so crazy. I, mm-hmm. That's the part I'm not really sure. Because in our house, uh, Father Rock is not a big meat eater. Mm-hmm. So sometimes we try to have one or two days of the week are vegetarian. So mm-hmm. I'm not, that's kind of weird. I mean, we for, so every Friday, but I'm not a big fish person. So thank God I am his Latino because I, I can, I, I can do chile relleno. Mm-hmm. Right. I can do tostadas. De, de, yeah. Solamente del frijol. Oh yeah. I can do Enfrijoladas. Oh, uh, I can do um, enchiladas de queso. Mm-hmm. No, no meat. And um, what's the other one? Uh, 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 the shrimp, uh, oh, camarones. Yeah. Like yeah. We can do camarones. And I forget what the um, oh uh, quesadillas. Yeah. Con rajas de chile. Oh, Father, you're making me hungry. I just so had lunch so in my world, I, so <laughs> the idea of fish was never really big, right? Because the camarones was really the only one. And then on um, once I got in, into the seminary priesthood. All of a sudden, cheese pizza became like one of those things. Oh, like, yeah. So I, I never really have been big about the fish piece, but I've always had, right. you know, uh, non-food I- items right. or uh, non-meat items. Right. Oh, interesting. Have you given any thought to what you're going to be doing? I think the Lord is making me and pushing me, but I don't want to. And I'm going to act like Mother Mary's calling me somewhere else. But, but... um. I one waking up earlier. Um, I'm sorry. What? Yes, I don't. I wake up at a decent time every day. I wake up at eight, but that that's what you wake up. What time to get Really <laughs> long time to be able to do. I just know that if I if, yeah. if I call you, you know it's not before. Oh uh, it yeah, has to be an emergency. My boss you. does love me because he does not call me before nine o'clock. And if I do, it's an emergency. <laughs> and I've been showing up early, but um, I think that um, I I have a, a little balcony um at my house, and it oversees the mountains. Um, and also there's a lot of nice trees. You know, I'm I'm a big nature person, and I always tell myself, oh, it's so nice outside. But I never sit out in that balcony. Oh. I've never prayed out there. And I've oh, I've lo- loved actually praying and having coffee in nature in the past. But I've just lost touch with it. So mm-hmm. I think that um, waking up earlier and having my coffee and actually sitting and thanking God for the morning um, has been taken for granted in my life. Mm-hmm. So I think that um, that I'm going to add. However... Taking away and fasting. I'm debating what I should do. Um, I have been on this journey of this health journey. So 
um, working out regularly. That that's something that I've already been doing. So um, that's good. But um, I've been I have ice cream every single day. Ice cream is like my thing. And a part of me is like, should you give it up for Lenny? And I don't know if I'm going to want to do that because it's, it might make me a grouchy person. I oh, don't, we don't know. Need, no, we I'm don't nervous. need grouchy people. We don't need grouchy people. <laughs> but um, I do want to do, I I do want to really do a Lenten promise that's going to make me ache a little bit. That's well, going to make me pudding? uncomfortable. Father. Oh, well, no, I'm just saying that you don't have to give up the ice cream. Everyone the- knows that I have vanilla pudding every day. After I was, lunch, I was just saying, there's a specific maybe, hour maybe that I have my vanilla pudding. pudding. Would be the, the better one to give up. Yeah, and then I'll have my ice cream in the evening. Yeah. That could be a possibility. I'm going to miss... I I'm actually was thinking about after this having my vanilla pudding. So, <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> um, but, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's. I want to make myself uncomfortable with it. Um, because... Everyone's talking about like a pandemic of not going out as much. I love not going out. I love staying home. So all of that is not is not the best, you know, option for me because I tend to, you know, feel a little bit. Uh, I guess just I could adapt easily. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's good. Well, I mean, I hope that all of our listeners out there begin to right. think about what they're going to do. And remember, Ash Wednesday is the start of the Lenten season. Mm -hmm. And it's not exactly 40 days, but Mm -hmm. it's a long period of time. Yes. So remember that. And uh, no meat Fridays. No meat Fridays. means no chicken, no fish. And I mean, no chicken. No chicken, no pork. No pork. It's not the other white meat. I'm, yeah. The other white meat is not. (laughs) Fish, Fish is allowed. Yes. Chicken and pork are not. Are considered meat, everybody. My. Especially my Hispanics out there. I love y'all. Yeah. But no, no, no. <laughs> no. Well, anyway, so as we come to the end of our time, I, I think we, we've covered a vast array of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. From Super Bowl Sunday to our services for Ash Wednesday to yeah. what exactly is the Lenten season. Exactly. Hopefully it'll be a time when we renew right. ourselves in Christ, draw closer to his love, and once again recognize that we are indeed his children and we redefine our image as his sons and daughters by our words and actions. So thanks for joining us for our um, our uh, second bro- uh, what is it, not podcast of the yes. season. We hope to look to hear you or come back and visit us again here on the Guiding Light on Route sixty six. This episode of the Guiding Light on Route sixty six was recorded in Azusa, California, and produced by SFR Media Productions. Music for the intro and outro was used with permission from Epidemic Sound. For music like this and more, please visit EpidemicSound.com. For more information about this podcast, please visit www.sfrchurch.org.